0: for the persecutor.
1: Welcome again to the Voice of the Martyrs Radio. My name is Todd Nettleton, and today with Bob Fu. Bob is the founder and president of the China Aid Association. You can find their website at chinaaid.org. He is also the author of not one but two books, God's Double Agent, the true story of a Chinese Christian's fight for freedom. That tells the story of Bob growing up in China, coming to Christ, uh, becoming a dissident. I think we would describe him as a dissident, uh, and then becoming a hunted man by the Communist Party there, eventually having to flee the country. He is also the author of a brand new book, The Politics of Inclusive Pluralism, a proposed foundation for religious freedom in a post-communist Democratic China. We'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. Bob, welcome back to Voice of the Martyrs Radio.
2: Thank you, Todd, my old friend. <laughs> you me back.
1: We have uh, known each other for a lot of years now, and uh, I so appreciate uh, your connection to the Chinese church. And uh, I love telling people when you're with Bob, uh, his phone will ring And it could be the wife of a pastor who's just been imprisoned in China. Uh, It could be a United States senator asking for some information. Uh, It could be a reporter from the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. Uh, You just never know who Bob has been talking to in the week before you talk. I want to start out today with a story of a persecuted Christian in China, and it's a a situation that's going on right now. And I think it kind of illustrates— what's happening in China. So I think it'll help our listeners understand what it's like to be a follower of Christ in China. Uh, The man's name is Chen Wengsheng. Talk to us about his story, how he came to faith, and what has happened to him since then.
2: Thank you, Todd. The brother Chen Wengsheng from Hunan province, uh, he was a former mafia, kind of operating in the underground world, and then God saved him and Amen. he became a follower of Jesus Christ. And not only he became a follower of Jesus Christ uh, as a lay Christian just uh, going to church, he became really bold messenger and uh, ambassador for Christ. He just decided to have all out basically uh, sharing this good news of Jesus Christ to anyone that uh, not only around him, but also in the marketplace. So Uh,
1: he just basically would go out on the street and evangelize.
2: Yes. Uh, January 1st, in the new year of 2021, he started his New Year's evangelistic campaign (laughs) by just going to the marketplace in Changsha, the capital city of Hunan province. And guess what? He was uh, announced by the public security as a violator of religious law for engaging in unauthorized religious activities and sentenced to 10 days administrative detention. So at the 10th day when he was released, his 80-year-old mother met with him at the detention center. And uh, the first word Brother Chen (laughs) Wanshong told his mother is, Mother, hallelujah to the Lord. You know, I got a 10 days retreat in the detention center and share the gospel with everyone in my room. And, uh, you know, his mother was like, oh, son, that's good. So she holding held his hands, basically joined his son said, let's go. Not going home, but going back to the marketplace wow. and start another round of evangelism. And this time... He was sentenced to 15 days, another longer retreat in the prison, and uh, his mother was uh, too old, um, you know, to be sentenced. So he was like uh, basically uh, doing his uh, uh, prison theology in his detention center, continued to share the gospel, and then after 15 days, he was not stopping. But the Chinese government officials wants him to stop. I think they are very nervous about the third round. So they, <laughs> uh, he was picked up by the Religious Affairs Bureau official, by the public security, by the neighborhood committee, by the party secretary. You know, They were all escorting him from his prison back to his home. And guess what? At his living room, He tweeted, I mean, the Chinese way of tweeting, Hallelujah to the Lord. This is the first time God gave me opportunity for three hours, nonstop. I shared this gospel, I mean, the gospel of Jesus to all these senior officials in my own living room. (laughs) And it was uh, so touching. One of the officials was so touched. Even he said, ask me for a copy of the Bible. Wow. You talk about really miracle and God's faithfulness. And so just a couple of weeks ago, Brother Chen Wenzhong organized even his own, like, a Billy Graham crusade type of thing, his own team with nine people, uh, evangelists, together. They are doing this, uh, like, in group now. And uh, so they share the gospel in every corner of the street, and then all nine of them were sentenced to imprisonment. So... Uh, Four were sentenced to 10 days. Four were sentenced to 12 days. Brother Chen Wensheng got another 15 days uh, administrative detention. And uh, so this is uh, uh, still developing. But, you know, I was uh, honestly, you know, as much as we know, you know, the the kind of uh, uh, Chinese brothers way of doing uh, ministry, uh, practicing their prison theology, I mean, this is uh, uh, really. I feel even nervous about him. <laughs> I prepared a Chinese Christian lawyer for him. We advance, and uh, the lawyer asked him privately, said, "You know, next time you may be sentenced to a year or three years, or like Pastor Wang Yi, maybe nine years imprisonment." And uh, do. You, want me to uh, help you, you know, like uh, sign a legal representation paper. And he said, no, I don't need that. Jesus is my best defense lawyer, so I don't need to do that. So because whenever I go, it is uh, God's will.
1: Bob, where does that kind of spirit come from? Uh, I mean, the idea that 10 days in prison is a a spiritual retreat, Uh, the idea that as soon as I walk out of the prison doors, I'm going to go back to the market where I got arrested— and I'm going to keep on sharing the gospel. Where does that kind of boldness and that kind of spirit come from?
2: It is, as Paul said in 2 Corinthians, it is the love of Christ compels us mm-hmm. with the, the love you couldn't resist by sharing, I mean this is a, every uh, thing. What Brother Chen Wenxiong said is uh, basically said. How can I hide, you know, the the this is the good news by myself? I mean, he just, uh, uh, I mean, as Paul said, woe to me if I don't speak, right. you know, for the gospel." It's
1: like he can't help it.
2: He he's can't he's help. Gotta it. Got it. to talk to yeah, somebody he's about a, this. Really purpose driven by the gospel.
1: I would think that if I am a government official and I see this person who used to be a mafia leader, a criminal, and now he's a good citizen, now he's treating other people with respect, I would think that they would think, hey, this is great. This guy used to be in the mafia. Now he's a good citizen. Why are they so opposed to a message that would turn a mafia person into a good citizen? Why are they so offended by that?
2: Yeah, I mean, you, you would think that way, you know, in a normal sense. It's uh, like uh, the Chinese church has a uh, famous saying, one more Christian, one more Christian, one less criminal, one more church, one less prison, right? I mean, the, this is brother Chen Wenzhen, yeah, I mean, if uh, he continued to be a mafia, he would really uh, cause a lot of social troubles uh, for the government, for the people, for Communist Party, right? But I think back to the biblical sense, it is a spiritual warfare. I mean, after all, why, you know, Jesus was even crucified? Why, you know, the early church, Justin martyrs, you know, uh, uh, these uh you know, why? I mean, they are great citizens. I mean, the gospel has never, like, uh, uh, intended to make guerrillas and <laughs> make, a, you know, revolutionaries, um, you know, in the earthly sense. Um, but the gospel of Jesus Christ is revolutionary. Right. Uh, in a sense, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit uh, make you immigrant from the kingdom of darkness, kingdom of Satan, kingdom of bondage to kingdom of light, kingdom of God, kingdom of redemption and humility. Uh, so I think the darkness, uh, according to the first John said, you know when the light comes, what the darkness respond? they're not like, Oh, welcome, uh, we like light they're not they are resisting the light, they hate the light. I think that is telling because the Communist Party, in essence, is a, is a very dark ideology. You know, they are an anti Christ religion in a sense, atheistic religion, mm-hmm. and the image of God. You know, any uh, dignity of humanity that is the antithesis of the Communist teaching. So I think uh, that's why in,
1: in a, it's a spiritual warfare uh, in the end. Absolutely. We're now more than three years into the, the new religious laws that took effect in 2018 in China. What is different? What's different in 2021 than it was in 2016 or 17 before those laws went into effect?
2: The fundamental difference is we have seen the persecution against uh, God's people, his church, and even other religious minorities has entered into the worst time that we have not seen in 40 years, uh, perhaps really ever since the Cultural Revolution, certainly since the 32 years ago when the Tiananmen massacre you know, started. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was in the Tiananmen Square with the thousands of people, and two days later, the tanks, machine guns, started the massacre. So now you have seen for the first time the Communist Party engineered the genocide, crime against humanity by putting from one to three million people in West China in the concentration camps. Some are Muslims predominantly, these uh, Uyghur and uh, Kazakhs, but Christians too. Yeah, we know them. Uh, so this is uh, really the the worst time. Uh, I mean, we have seen the Chinese children, millions of them, were forced to sign a form to renounce their faith. Not only just like dissociate with
1: the church or Christianity, but to renounce their faith. You and know, and that becomes a norm, a requirement. Like yeah. if you're going to go on in school, if you're going to join the party, if you're going to get a job you need to sign this form that says, I have no faith.
2: Oh, you not only said, now I have no faith. If you are found, you are Christ followers. You have to renounce your faith. Said, I from today's on, you know, I will not believe this uh, uh, Christianity anymore. I was misled. So the party prepared a, a document a declaration for them. And the teachers, all the teachers, nurses, doctors in the medical field, also have to sign this form. Basically, they cannot believe in any religion.
1: The interesting thing to me is is the Chinese government has always said, we're fine with Christianity, we just want it to be in the registered church. We We want it to be in the approved church. What these documents say is, You can't even go to a register. We don't want you to go to any church. Am I right about that? Oh, you're
2: absolutely right. This is certainly a new phenomenon under this new regulation, and now it goes to the extreme. You know, this uh, clergyman, they called, uh, there is a new regulation actually just recently took effect on May 1st called the Regulation on Managing the Religious clergyman, uh, so if you read that the f- the first qualification to be a clergyman like pastors priests uh, bishops or uh, 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 imams or a uh, Buddhist monk, uh, you have to pled your allegiance, uh, uh, absolutely allegiance, not only to the party and the party's teaching, the Communist Party, but also to President Xi Jinping, our dear leader. Personally? Now, yeah, personally. Wow. So you have his picture now being handed to all the congregations. So the the, the, the new phenomenon is uh, even the government sanctioned the church now Are under the sweep of atheistic teaching, and almost a cultic worship of personality.
1: Yeah, my mind is just spinning. the The idea that if you want to be a registered church pastor, you need to sign a pledge of allegiance to the Communist Party, which teaches that God doesn't exist, that there is no God. So you have to sign allegiance to them in order to be a pastor in a registered church, and sign an allegiance. To Xi Jinping, who has been maybe one of the worst persecutors since Mao. I mean, I mean, is that accurate? To very say?
2: accurate. So he's nicknamed the Chairman Mao Junior. That's uh, how he's operating right now.
1: I just I don't think that we can understand the pressure that's being brought to bear on our Chinese brothers and sisters. I mean, when you talk about students. 15, 16 years old, being given a document, here, do you want to go on to your education? Sign this document right now. How? How, do, how is the church getting everyone, but especially I'm thinking of 15 and 16 and 17-year-old students, how is the church getting them ready to say, no, I'm not going to sign the document? I believe in Jesus Christ. This is a
2: almost unprecedented challenge to the new generation of Chinese Christians. We have never seen something like a, a national sweep. Everybody has to almost worship Xi Jinping uh, before they worship God. I think the new generation of Christians in China have not been kind of really trained uh, or prepared that way. Maybe it's lost mercy, you know, so the new wave uh, could translate into a more preparedness. You know, this is a spiritual battle. We can't be relaxed. You have seen, you know, Pastor Wang Yi, you know, uh, before even he was arrested and sentenced to nine years in prison, and he
1: prepared. He wrote a letter to be released after he was arrested, right? Yes. That, yes. As soon as I'm arrested, make this letter public. Yep. Yeah, this
2: is a quote. Yes, go I for read it. to you. He said, separate me from my wife and children. I ruin my reputation, destroy my life and my family. The authorities are capable of doing all of these things. However, no one in this world can force me to renounce my faith. No one can make me change my life. And no one can raise me from the dead. End of quote. That exactly happened to Pastor Wang Yi. You know, he was separate. He was arrested. His wife was tortured. His their, uh, you know, twelve year old son Joshua was also put in the dark room. Has to ride a police car go to brainwashed communist school from their uh, church school, and yet he is uh, making that declaration. And our good friend, you know, Chinese American Pastor John Hall, is the same. He was sentenced to seven years for setting up. S- You know, 16, 17 schools, but he was uh, writing poems. He was uh, uh, sharing the gospel, teaching English to these uh, prisoners.
1: That's what's happening. The amazing thing to me, and and you read the quote from Pastor Wang Yi, the amazing thing to me is that they had counted the cost ahead of time. Pastor Wang Yi is saying, I know I may have to go to prison. I know my reputation may be ruined. I know I may be separated from my family. But you cannot take Christ out of my heart. He knew. I mean, he's serving nine years in prison right now. He knew that was an absolute likelihood, not just a possibility, but a likelihood. Absolute likelihood, yeah. And he kept going. He kept serving. He kept ministering. That's the sense of courage that I hope our listeners can draw on, and, and I know, as you say, that the Chinese church is drawing on because they know those stories. They know the stories of Samuel Lam and Alan Yuan and now Pastor Wang Yi. How do we translate those down from one generation to the next? Or or how is the church in China passing those stories down from one generation to the next?
2: I mean, listen to this from Pastor Dontho's poem. Uh, he said, you can take away my freedom But you can't take my prayers. Like we're listening to his prayers. My prayers have wings and leaps over the iron mesh high wall. Many brothers and sisters have heard them today. Today they're hearing them right now. And they fly freely every day and reach the heaven on the blue sky. You can impose heavy punishment on me, but you can't. Hold my soul and spirit. It is like a cheerful yellow bird. Gently prays to the iron gate. My Savior must have heard my voice. You can deprive me of the sun. I eat leftovers with coldness every day. That's Chinese prison. But you can't extinguish the brightness that the Lord has placed in my heart. Greetings, all over the world, make me warm, passion fluttering. Do you think that I'm lonely? Have you seen any Christian walking alone in your, means Communist Party, 20, 70 years of persecution? You think that persecution can stop the church? How really ignorant you are. (laughs) He didn't <laughs> forget his humor rebuking the, <laughs> the communist party. <laughs> wow. I mean, this is just part of that. I mean, it's just uh, beautiful. I hope you know, our brothers and sisters, after pandemic disturbing our lives and uh, really disrupt dis- disrupt everyday's lives, right? For the whole world, we can uh, hearing hear what uh, Pastor Don Hall has to see from his dark prison. He's praising the Lord. He's, uh, you know, in total social distance, like, uh, you know, and locked down over there. Uh, and But he's praising and singing the songs and uh, knowing that his prayer is being heard uh, by our Savior and the Lord. And certainly he's now his voice is being heard by hundreds of thousands of your listeners.
1: And interestingly, he is not alone. He he said that in the poem, "I'm yes, not alone." He's not alone. Uh, we we know that's true. How is his family doing? I know his wife is an American citizen, yeah. So they're not in China; they're here. How how is his family doing?
2: It's very uh, challenging, you know. His wife, Jimmy Powell, is a missionary to China, teaching English in China as a missionary, and uh, they have two wonderful boys. One already got a PhD from University of Michigan. Wow! The father could not attend, you know. It's uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, "the the price, the cost of discipleship. This is the cost of following Jesus Christ. It's worth it. You, you can tell, you know, it's it's hard. And um, I, I I met, you know, with some family members uh, occasionally, and uh, they certainly miss him. They certainly wish yeah. John uh, every day, you know, on the Easter, Thanksgiving, the Memorial Weekend. You know, they can have barbecue together." Um, But not. But he's uh, in prison. Maybe barbecue with uh, Jesus Christ. You know, (laughs) he's uh, he's uh, eating the spiritual meals Uh over there. Um, So we need to pray for Pastor John, for Pastor Wang Yi, Brother Chen Wen Sheng, and his uh, eight. Uh, Other co-workers and another pastor, uh, Li Juncai from Henan province, was sentenced to four and a half years for what? For refusing to install face recognition cameras on his church building. Wow. That's the only thing he was found committed, four and a half years.
0: Christians in hostile nations may live far from us. As believers, we know that we are one with them and part of the body of Christ. As such, we can't ignore their suffering. If the Holy Spirit is impressing you to know more and support the work of Voice of the Martyrs, please visit our website at vom.com.au. All donations of $2 and more are tax-deductible in Australia. This has been a production of VOM Oz Radio, Voice for the Persecuted.